to another episode of Teutonic Takes. I actually have a really special guest on today. What's up? It's Tommy Williamson. How are you doing today, man? I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, we talked a little bit earlier in the year. I know we said this before the podcast, but we talked about having you on right when you got drafted. But um, it was more of a thing where let's actually get you to touch the grass a little bit first. You know, we got a little too excited there, but we were just really excited to have you on this time around. But thanks for taking the time. Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. Happy to be here. Yeah, and I guess we can really go into the start of all of it. But um, I mean, how have you been enjoying Pittsburgh? I know maybe draft night. You got drafted by a team and then shipped to Pittsburgh the next day. I know you're from Orange County, so you're usually a California guy. So what did you expect of Pittsburgh, and how are you liking it so far? Yeah, it's my first time uh, living outside of California. Oh, wow. Um, but, I'm yeah, I'm surprisingly, like, really enjoying it. I wasn't expecting uh, the city to be this cool, mm. uh, the team to be this great, and – um, just like everything around here has been really nice. So I've been enjoying the experience both on and off field. Um, it's been, I'm, I'm really happy that I came here. Yeah. And I mean, being from California myself and like not really knowing a lot about Pittsburgh besides the Steelers or maybe the Penguins. Um, but what did you like, I guess, what was your thoughts of Pittsburgh and then what turned out to be really cool? I just, I, w I just wasn't sure how, like, the city was going to be like or, like, if there was going to be, like, a vibrant kind of community here. Yeah. But there's, like, a lot of things that go on in the city, a lot of, like, uh, festivals, events, activities, mm -hmm. just kind of things you see on a daily basis. And uh, the Riverhound Stadium is literally, like, across the river from downtown. So oh, it's awesome. easy right after practice. I can go get lunch in the city kind oh, wow. of just be around the vibe and everything and uh it's a really cool place to be yeah, yeah. no definitely and like what's something that's just pittsburgh only like one thing that you kind of like were culture shocked i guess uh everyone here says like instead of y'all or they say yins what <laughs> yeah like my, my barber was cutting my hair and he said like what are yins up to and i was like what you i was like what did you say <laughs> but of course, everyone here thinks my lingo is funny because I'm from California. Right. So, well, so what, 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 I guess I guess what's like a SoCal lingo? Because I know some Bay Area lingo because I'm from there. But yeah, I'll be saying like dope, just like uh, like dope's not like a regular thing. They're not like used to that, or like I'll be like, oh, that's tight, like that's hard, or some just like oh, like beach adjectives, I guess, kind of like surfing kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's funny because, like, I thought tight and dope and, like, hard, that's hard, you know? Like, that's, like, normal talk, you know? But <laughs> I guess when you're in other parts of the country, they're like, what, bro? What are you saying? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was my first time, like, people just not understanding what I was trying to say. So, uh, yeah, that's, like, the main difference, I guess. But, yeah. Is there any food staples that are, like, if you're in Pittsburgh, you got to go ahead and try this? Well, like... There's like Philly cheesesteaks, obviously. Mm, yeah. Just kind of like that's Philly mostly, but definitely carried over to Pittsburgh. Uh, um, I can't really think of anything else on the top of my head. Yeah. yeah. Be and so being close to, I guess, the MLS counterpart, um, Philadelphia Union, is there a lot of Philadelphia Union kind of in Pittsburgh? Do you see a lot of fans or? No, I don't see that many affiliate uh, fans in Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah. So, so the River Hounds is like the number one soccer team, correct? In Pittsburgh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And um, so 
yeah, I guess the Riverhound. So the Riverhound fans that come out to to Pittsburgh's games, um, they they don't watch MLS at all. They just will go ahead and watch UCL or USL. Um, I know like uh, a decent number of fans like are pretty uh. involved in, like soccer community, national team, MLS, yeah. USL. Oh, but, uh, yeah, I think like we have a we have a like a group a supporters group, and they're mm-hmm. all uh, pretty active like in the soccer realm. Oh, well, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess, is traffic too bad? Like, I know coming from L.A. and Orange County, we know traffic as a different thing, right? Yeah, I was surprised, though, because here in Pittsburgh, like, the city is full of bridges. There's, like, three mm. rivers that intersect the city. So oh, wow. these bridges just get, like, crazy compact. And okay, sometimes, yeah. like, there is crazy traffic that I was not expecting either, so... I'll always leave early for training just in case. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we'll get into a little bit more of your playing days in, for the Riverhounds, but um, let's get to know you a little better. Um, I guess I'm going to start with this hit question right here. What's your favorite color? Favorite color is blue. Uh, any, any reason to the blue? Light blue, dark blue? Um, no. Just like a like normal shade of sky blue, something like that. I just like looking at the sky. Kind of yeah, yeah, definitely. Blue is a nice color. Um, what's your favorite playing shirt? So the shirt that you played in. Favorite shirt that I've played in? Like, yeah. Uh, like, like a jersey. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it must be my Riverhounds one right now that I've that I've yeah. worn and debuted in. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you um, did you get? You probably got like two Quakes jerseys, right? Yeah, I've gotten Quakes jerseys. Yeah. I have Quake yeah. shirts, but I haven't, I haven't worn them in the game yet. So right, so. no, definitely. How many did they give you to start the season? Like twenty? Is that? No, I, I got like four or five. Four. Yeah. Four or five of each color. Uh, no, not of each color, just in total. Oh. But if I ask them, they'll send me some more. The the kid man Andy sent me some. Oh, that's cool. That's that's yeah. awesome. Uh, so, yeah, you friend. probably wanted to give them to your family, right? Your friends. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So All right. yeah, I got family hooked yeah. up. Yeah, they better be hooked up. They're your family. <laughs> uh, but Riverhouse jerseys, they all have them all, right? They, 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 everybody has a Riverhouse jersey. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I guess uh, I know I'm out here in, in Japan, but like maybe we got to get one here, you know, the Riverhounds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, m- m- the the manager over the Riverhounds is like, yeah, he's from Japan. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. You're like yeah. across the world following. Yeah. So what I mean, are you doing right now? Yeah, Sorry. So I'm actually an English teacher. No worries. No worries. This is a conversation. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, I'm actually an English teacher like every other English or English speaking person in Japan. Right. Um, but um, so my wife is half Peruvian, half Japanese. And um, she grew up her life here, kind of like me. I'm half American and half Uruguayan. So like I grew up in America or in mm-hmm. California. Um, and so we had a son and, um, during COVID and we thought it was a little safer for our family to kind of be out here, um, and have the baby. Cause in the way it works, the mom wa- wants to be with grandma cause grandma helps out a lot. So, um, that's kind of what brought me out here. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm doing in Japan. I'm near Nagoya. Do you know a lot about Japan, Tommy? Uh, I'm not like super familiar. Never been no, there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no worries, no worries. So there's uh, Tokyo, the biggest city, right, like in New York. And then there's uh, Osaka, which is kind of like the secondary city, um, which is kind of like the di- the difference and distance is like San Francisco to Los Angeles, so six hours. And then there's like a third big city, which I would say is kind of like Santa Barbara, 
you know, and that's Nagoya, and I live near there. Okay, so, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Uh, I always explain to the kids out here that um, America, uh, USA is huge, and they're always like, "Oh, they don't believe it," you know, or they think Hawaii is like its own country, and that's just some <laughs> things I always talk about on my podcast. Yeah, so the kids out here, uh, or they think Snoopy is from Japan, you know, or Mar or uh, uh, Mickey Mouse is a Japanese product, you know. So it's always always a fun thing. But um, well, no, I mean, kidding. I guess. There's kids out there in the United States that thinks Dragon Ball Z is American, or so they're just young yeah. kids. Well, that's yeah. a super unique experience. That's super cool. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I'm very grateful for everything I've had. You know, especially since the birth of my son went went you know breezed through it. You know, it went well. So I'm very grateful. Everybody around me was safe from COVID. So I'm hoping that's the same for you. Um, everybody you got was vaccinated and safe. So that's yeah. I can't. I'm very blessed, so I'm thankful. Thank you. <laughs> Glad to hear. Yeah. All right. Um, going back to kind of your interview. <laughs> what's your earliest memory of football? I think my earliest memory was me and my little brother. We had a cold sack growing up, and we mm. played with those pug nets, like the circular ones, and we just yeah yeah, yeah. all day when I was like four or five years old. So. You're a cul-de-sac boy, so anybody that rolls up to your street, like, who's this, dude? <laughs> yeah, there wasn't many people coming through. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Who was your favorite soccer player as a kid? Uh, Thierry Henry. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, you, would you say your play style is very like Thierry? Uh, I, try, I think I borrowed, like, certain, like, like things from him, definitely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just watching him play a lot of the times growing up, some of my like movements in the box, dribbling kind of stuff, I try to do like him. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, if you didn't play your position, what position would you play? I'd probably be playing midfield. Nah. Like on the uh, outside. On the Okay, I'd, left or right? Yeah, uh, I prefer left left okay yeah. yeah and do you ever do you ever feel like you can make that you know into your arsenal of positions that you can play yeah i have before i've, I've uh i've played on the left wing up top uh center attacking mid mm. uh, i've played multiple positions and even here this season i've been put on the wing a couple of times so oh, wow i'm comfortable there do you feel comfortable at the 10 position is that something that you feel like is one of your best positions I don't think it's my best position, but uh. I can I can play there, mm. and All I right. do enjoy uh, having a little more freedom in that space if I'm put there. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And do you like being creative on the ball, or is that something that? Yeah, you definitely. Do? I think uh, especially getting in the final third, that's where mm. like I get to show my best abilities is the being creative in and around the box to yeah. like, chances. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. And what's one skill that you feel like you can improve on that you would like to? Um, there's a lot of things I, I like to improve on. <laughs> um, but one, I think, is my strength that I'm actively working on right now. Oh. Um, just to be stronger on holding the ball and uh, mm. holding people off, yeah. And is there is there certain drills that you're kind of doing at practice, or is there um, something that you're getting strength with? 
uh, with the river hounds yeah there we don't do like group uh like strengthening sessions so oh, okay. i'm always like coming in early before training and uh using the gym there to to lift that's and awesome get workouts in yeah and um is there something like you, what's your prs man what's your prs no i'm kidding <laughs> you got like two 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 plates on the bench dude what's going on <laughs> no i'm not going for no heavy lifting i'm uh i'm slightly increasing you know, I'm, I'm about to message Cade and be like, "Bro, you got you got competition coming next year. You got competition." <laughs> I don't know. Cade, Cade can lift. <laughs> he can lift a little too much, right? There was a report saying that he wanted to lift too much. <laughs> um, all right. So, kind of walk me through when you got drafted with San Jose. What were you doing? What was your family doing? Um, when did they reach out to you? How did you know? Yeah, um, I kind of knew right before I got drafted. Yeah. Uh, my agent called me saying, hey, they're interested in you because I had a good performance at the MLS Combine that was last November. Uh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, I've been local in the Bay at Cal, so they were watching, yeah. I guess. Um, but yeah, I heard about it first then. And when I was drafted, I was super happy, um, especially like given this opportunity after not like having any games or training sessions or any mm -hmm. competitive soccer all of 2020 so right. it felt like a super big blessing to be given an opportunity to play professionally definitely and where um where you where were you where were you i guess um i guess that's kind of like wh what happened like did you t call your mom right away call your dad yeah yeah i was i was away uh in college oh. just starting up training with my uh college team again for the first time in super long. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was with my roommates actually when like I got drafted, they were super excited. Of yeah, course, I obviously yeah. called my parents. Mom was balling on the phone, Yeah, you know, the whole 10 yards and stuff. So <laughs> it was, uh, it was, it was great. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's, that's probably a feeling that you'll never forget. Right. Maybe in that next, that, the practice after you got drafted, you had an extra pep in your step. You're like, ah, dude, I'm a professional. I'm a pro. <laughs> <laughs> I tried not to let it go too much, but I was definitely happy, yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. And um, did you play with any guys at Cal that um, either are playing in USL now or UCL or USL, I'm sorry, or um, are they, you know, playing in MLS now? Or is there any of those guys that you see regularly? Yeah. Um in the USL, I haven't really come across that many of like my alumni. Mm -hmm. I don't even think there's any alumni playing in the USL, but we cool. have uh, from Cal Nick Lima, who yeah, 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 now Austin, and then um, another guy named Sam Junka, who's at Houston. Mm. So uh, I know a couple guys like coming. That's up. awesome. Yeah. Do you keep in touch with the guys from Cal? I mean, they're I guess like Nick Lima is someone that was at San Jose. Did you talk to them when you got drafted? Uh, yeah, I, I mostly just keep up with Sam. I'm, uh, oh, okay. He's closer to me. So I was, uh, yeah, we're closer in age too. So That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, and did any player reach out to you or what was your first interaction with one of the San Jose players? Yeah, a number of them actually reached out to me and were super uh, like welcoming. Uh, JT, oh, awesome. JT was one of the guys. Uh, yeah, there was a few other guys too that were super open arm stuff so that's cool that's cool did any of them like kind of give an advice like hey man like like this is what happens when you get, you get drafted or anything like that 
Uh, not so much, but they were always offering to help. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, especially if it's during that weird COVID year, right? I mean, it was probably the weird feeling to not play any games and then get drafted, right? So yeah, definitely. Uh, all right, cool, cool. And who's your best friend in the world of soccer? Um, in the world of soccer, I played. I, I have some really good friends from back home that are yeah. uh, that like have quit playing soccer, but I met. Ah, yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot. Like, you... All my good friends have come from playing soccer. Almost all. Of them. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. And like, I guess, who do you have the best chemistry with? And that's probably a better question. Um, I get along with some of the guys here pretty well. Uh, mm. Russell Ciceroni, who's another attacking player on our team. Mm. Uh, he's a really good guy. Get along with him great on and off field. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, I guess what's kind of like what after a win? What do you guys do in, in Pittsburgh? Like, do you all right? All right, let's go. We're gonna go to a club. We know we're getting bottle service. <laughs> what's going on here? Like, like is COVID's over? Like, we got vaccinated. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, everyone's vaccinated, so uh, usually it's like the day after or something. We'll all go out to like a brunch, or uh, mm. we get we we do some team activities here. A lot of the guys live close together, so uh, it's easy just to go over to each other's places and and yeah. hang out. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so at brunch is there mimosas on tap? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Those have has to be a real special win for that. Yeah, okay, okay. That, that I'm sense. sure there will be something at the end of the season. Jeez, man, how much I miss some brunch, man. Living in Japan, there's no such thing as brunch. You know? No such so, thing over there? No, no, no. Japan, they eat, they eat like lunch food and dinner food for breakfast. So that's like their thing. A lot of rice like, for breakfast. Yeah, they eat like rice and like and fish and like soup, you know. It's like it's like breakfast or it's like dinner food for, for breakfast. So and then <laughs> Yeah, but nowadays, actually, I was kind of shocked. Sorry, talking about a little bit. I was shocked that Japan's actually very Americanized. Like, like I asked all my kids because I teach some kids that do you guys get presents on Christmas, and they all said yes. So I was like, what? like, but people still work on Christmas. Like, what's going on? You know, like, like the companies out here are just taking advantage of of everybody celebrates Christmas, but you still have to work. You know, so yeah, here buy but, more gifts from us. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Might as well. Um, but yeah, no, it's, 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 it's definitely experience out here. <laughs> um, which player have you played before? Would you like to see in San Jose next year alongside you? Which player have I played with before? It's so difficult. Cause like mm -hmm. I'm just getting into the professional world now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just after my first year. And like, I just don't know if I can answer that question. Like, no worries. I it could be Cal. Know. It could be a, a lifetime buddy. Like it just like someone that would make you a better footballer, a better soccer player. You know? Yeah. Um, hmm. Man, this one's hard. I'm sorry. Yeah, I no can't worries, give no an answer. Apologies to whoever asked that question. All good. All good. All good. So, uh, what do you do to pass the time? What, what's something that you like to do? I know you're a music producer. We talked a little bit about it. Yeah, um, but yeah, walk us through that. What do you like to do? Yeah, I, I, I'm a music producer. I make uh, hip hop beats on the side. I play piano for, and guitar for a number of years. So I, I like making music to pass my time, uh, especially just coming after practices, having nothing to do. Um, it's a great way to to be occupied, and I have some good friends here too now. So 
Uh, I can go hang out with them. Uh, I'm a really chill guy. I just like chilling out after training and just kind of living. So, yeah. No, the California lingo, yeah, you know, bro, I just like to chill out, bro, you know? Like, you know <laughs> like yo, what are you saying? Like, what are you saying? Chill out, dude. <laughs> oh, the guys love it. The guys love it on the team. And yeah. I just don't know how to talk any other way. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so crazy. I never realized how California speaks a completely different way than, I guess, like a Pennsylvania, right? So, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but I, you know, with all the movies out, you know, from Los Angeles, Hollywood, you would think that people see, you know, the lingo or at least know it, you know. But yeah, um, maybe they just yeah. don't believe it till they actually see it. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess they all expect like the surfer dude, like, "Hey, what's up, bro? Like, we're going to surf." <laughs> and <laughs> but um, no, definitely, definitely. And then you, you, ha- I guess you went to Cal, so you have some hella in you. Like, you haven't dropped one hella bomb, you know? No, hella has been coming out for a while. Ever since I went to Cal. <laughs> Hella is part of the vocab. How'd you like your time at Cal? Is there anything that you did that was, I guess, out of this world? Or did you go to the business school? What did you get a degree in? Uh, I got my degree in legal studies. Oh, so, dope. Um, I, had a great, I had a great time at Cal. I loved it. Um, yeah. Met some amazing people there. Uh, some people that are going to change the world. Yeah. Um, and overall, just had a really good experience. I, 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 it was great just being right next to San Francisco too. Got to yeah. explore the city over there, and um, the soccer was also just great. I, had, I had some really good friends on the team, and really had a great time there. Yeah, and did you ever go out to a Quakes game? Uh, no, I never made it out to Quakes games. Yeah, yeah, Feel bad not enough. Rep- not enough res- representation in the East Bay, right? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I'll put them on. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Cal native, you know, let's let's get some East Bay, you know, marketing out. What's good? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I go to I go to CSU East Bay and I, I can tell you there's there's not that much uh representation. There should be. There should be. But we'll, yeah. I, I, yeah. So hopefully hopefully now I see Tommy Williamson, you know, banners up there in the East Bay, you know, you know, billboards. We'll see yeah. one day, one day. <laughs> one day. Yeah. Um, if you weren't a soccer player, what would your profession be, right? Because you went to Cal, and that's a great school, right? So some you know, some people have to make the decision. I know Harry Ship is a very famous MLS soccer player that kind of went to go do something else because he made more money than, than playing mm-hmm. soccer or he wanted to make a bigger difference. Um, what, did, what would you like to be? Yeah, I had thoughts of being a lawyer, actually, when I was at oh. Cal. I was like kind of going down that route until I was – started to become more concentrated on soccer and like, yeah. like the latter half. Um, but I just don't know if I'd want to go to s- back to law school again. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if I wasn't doing soccer, maybe I'd be more committed to music and go down mm. that route. Well, you know, there's, there's actually a route that you can take. And since you do know soccer and you know a little bit of, or you know some legal, um, you could be an agent. I know this kind of sounds funny or kind of weird, but yeah, you could definitely be an agent because that's all you really need. You need some legal background and some soccer background and then kind of knowing your your own journey through it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, uh, soc- being a professional soccer player, there's a lot of like uh, careers that will be available to you after your yeah. play. So it's also a great benefit. Yep. Have you ever thought about representing yourself? <laughs> I haven't gone that far yet. Yeah. Uh, I have a really good agent right now, a yeah. great relationship yeah. with him. So, uh, I, I haven't thought about going that route. 
Maybe maybe when you're like 15 years down the road, you're like, all right, all right, I know how this works now. When I learn the ropes, maybe we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dope. And um, yeah, I mean, tell me a little bit more about your music produ- uh, production. I mean, you have some songs that you said were on Spotify and Apple Music. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I, um, some of my good buddies who lived in Santa Cruz, uh, they are vocalists and they make some music. So I'll send my instrumentals and uh, we do like some drops um and yeah i have a couple songs on apple music spotify I'm supposed to have a project drop in at the end of the year oh, so dope. um yeah definitely uh yeah no we'll definitely retweet it i mean we're excited here at titanic takes yeah, i know i am i appreciate uh, that yeah um, yeah i know definitely it's a great hobby to have i really enjoy doing it yeah dude i mean i told you a little bit before i, I used to love producing music too and i wasn't the great vocalist you know i, I bet you're there too you know so you you you, you I always liked producing, you know, producing was the awesome, like feeling like the orchestrator, you know, like having, you have a, do you have two monitors or how do you do it? You know, I have a, I, I just purchased like a really nice laptop, like a yeah. razor button. And, uh, I just do on FL studio here. Oh, FL. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I bought logic for my Mac here, but man, moving from, from FL to logic is like, oh, you know? <laughs> so it's definitely, it takes, it's a learning curve. Right. And yeah, you, uh, I, yeah, I had, uh, I, I used logic a couple times before and they're totally different. It's just about getting to know the software. Yeah. Yeah. For all the, for the music production junkies out there, we're talking about some DAWs, you know, <laughs> so, uh, definitely. Yeah. And I would love to, you know, have one of those instrumentals for our, for intro and outro bro. So if you if definitely all the fans I know would love to hear Tommy Williamson's, you know, sick beats, you know, that fire dog, let's get it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, I'll send you some if you're interested for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Dude, I'm ready to see that heat dog. You better give me the best ones. <laughs> 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 all right cool cool um so do you do you play like any video games to pass the time or is it just purely music production uh yeah I, i've been playing fifa a lot recently the new FIFA yeah. now um i've been playing grand theft auto i love yeah yeah, yeah I, i've been playing a couple of those video games but mostly music oh dope dope and are you on xbox playstation i just game on my pc here i have uh, oh, your pc uh, I just have an Xbox controller I hook up to my laptop dope. and I can game on it. So, dope, dope. Nice and portable awesome. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you know how to game on your PC, you know it's it's definitely it's a lot better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So, um, what, what do you play? What team do you play with on FIFA? Um, I've been playing with Liverpool recently. Ah, uh, dope. Are you so you're a Liverpool fan? No, I'm an Arsenal fan. It's just hard oh. to say because FIFA's about winning. I don't have time. <laughs> I need the best rated players. <laughs> I need to win. So Liverpool gets me dubs. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah, because you're an Henri fan, right? So you're, of course, an yeah. Arsenal fan. And there's yeah. actually a lot of Ars- – have you ever been to the Arsenal bar in San Francisco? No, I have not. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, there's, there's, a, there's a really big Arsenal kind of supporters group in San Francisco. So if you're ever back in the Bay and you want to go see an Arsenal game, I remember going – I think it's called McGeary's Bar, bar and Pub. And uh, I'm a Liverpool supporter, so uh, every time when Liverpool played Arsenal, we would go up there with a couple of buddies, and uh, it was like four in the morning, right? So no, yeah. no pubs yet. You had to wait till six or something like that. But yeah, it's a good time. You should go out there. One That's day. a blast. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, yeah, and there's a lot of Arsenal supporters. I don't know why. Maybe Henri had a you know big you know kind of following in America, but there is a lot of Arsenal fans out here. Yeah. All right. Are you um? 
what's your goals for this year? I know the rest of the year you have, and then what's your goals for next year? Yeah, um, I'm really focused on uh, the remaining games we have right mm-hmm. now. Um, we've had so far a pretty successful season and yeah. are looking strong going into the playoffs now. So um, my goals are to help the team as much as possible to get to the championship and uh, play in that final game uh, this yeah. year. Um, and also contribute however I can, whether that's goals, assists, um, in any other way I can. So uh, those are my kind of goals for the rest of this year. Mm-hmm. And um, going into next year, uh, I'm just excited to hopefully contribute back to the Quakes yeah. um, and continue just to become a more complete player. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So um, do you – do you feel like there's anything that you right now as a player could help the the Quakes with? What's like a special kind of thing that you do that you feel like could, could help the Quakes? Yeah, I'm I'm I feel confident in my ability around the box as I said before to like yeah. be able to score goals, yeah. create chances, um, give assists, which I think uh, is valuable to any team. Yeah, uh, but though I I feel like I've been throughout the season maintaining that kind of quality, yeah. and ho- hopefully to get even more numbers, even more contributions. Um, but I think that's like some of my best qualities that might be helpful to the team. Perfect, thank you. And um, are you still in touch with kind of everybody from San Jose? I know you're in Pittsburgh, but do you kind of keep tabs on the guys back in San Jose? Yeah, I talk to the players, um, not so much the coaches. Yeah, of course. Or yeah. um, obviously general manager or technical director. I haven't talked right. to them uh, since I've kind of been here. But mm. I, keep, I keep in touch with the players. Cool, cool. And um, I know you got drafted alongside with uh, George, I believe. Um, do you speak to George often? or? Yeah, I, I don't speak to him often. I'll uh, message him every now and then. Um, we didn't actually meet each other because oh, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was called in after his college season ended. I was there uh, preseason, so got it. I just missed him. I guess once I left for loan, he came. Yeah. In. Um. But yeah. Did you get an opportunity to train with the team in San Jose? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was. Uh, I trained there for about a month and a half. Oh yeah. So you got that preseason right. Yeah, I got about like the latter half of the preseason because, uh, like, the first two weeks of the preseason, I had a. They, they we were doing blood tests, like our physicals, oh. right before uh, the season goes in, and um, my blood work came back saying I had uh, high, like, a high value of like some chemical in my blood that what? like indicates for heart attacks. Jeez, that's crazy. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I had to sit out for like two and a half weeks, like not doing any activity. I didn't oh. originally travel down to Santa Barbara with the team. Oh. Um, I waited until like all I had to get like a uh, a cardiac MRI and a bunch what? of parts to make yeah. sure everything was okay. But Sheesh. yeah, I, I missed so like I missed that first like three weeks of preseason for that. Mm. Um, but I joined for like the latter half. And how did that feel? I mean, um, what, what were you, what was going through your mind, right? Like, I'm a young, healthy guy. Like, what's going on? Yeah, I was definitely um, 
I was definitely worried. Um, I was definitely like, it was definitely a hard period because I was alone for most of it too. So, uh, the days just kind of dragged out and I was like, I put in a lot of work and, uh, getting my fitness up, being prepared. Um, and just to like have to kind of sit out for this unsure of whether I was okay or not. It was, it was a hard time, but, um, when I came back, uh, I felt a lot better. Definitely. Just so, mentally to have that off my like yeah. plate. Yeah, no, definitely. That's that's geez. I couldn't imagine that. Like you your dream is finally coming true and then something that you never would have thought, right? So like a heart attack crazy. chemical, like what? You know? Yeah, it was crazy. It was a crazy experience, but um I think it all worked out. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And was there anybody that kind of in your first year of playing in USL and and training with the team a little bit, was there any player that shocked you with their skill, like that you weren't expecting? Yeah, um, we have on our team Canardo Forbes, who Mm -hmm. is like the all-time USL leader in assists. Oh, wow. And um, I was just pretty shocked at his, like, intelligence of the game. He's so smart with his (sighs) movements um, and how he commands the game. Oh wow! Yeah, so he was he was definitely someone that impressed me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess yeah, getting assists is something that you need to read the game very well. You know, you have to know what the two two to three next steps are, not just this next step. So it's something that have you have you taken anything from him? Like any t- tips or kind of? Yeah, I, I mean, he plays right behind me as like the ten. Mm-hmm. Um, so. He definitely communicates to me a lot on the field and kind of gives me direction of kind of what he's seeing of the game too. Awesome, awesome. And with that kind of – with that one and a half weeks or the couple of weeks that you did practice the preseason with the guys in San Jose compared to the Riverhounds, how did the locker rooms feel? Like how did the locker room feel in the Riverhounds and then as well as the Quakes? Yeah, I think I feel more comfortable – in the Riverhounds locker room just because mm. I like got to know the guys a lot better and yeah. I was here for like the season. Um, but both were super welcoming, great guys too. Yeah. And do, do you get the Riverhounds to, to, to throw on that fire mixtape, dude? With Like you got, you got to put all those beats for them. Yeah, no, we got a little speaker in our locker room. So they're always telling me to get on the aux duty. And I'll, oh, I'll, cool. I'll do they, they tell you what's real? Like, hey, man, this this is fire. And then, like, ah, man, this ain't it. This ain't it right here. <laughs> yeah, no, they're pretty honest with what they like. Dope, dope. That's that's always good to have good feedback. It's not good to have, like, yes people all around, you know, because whenever I would produce, man, my mom would always say it's fire, but, you know, I don't know. You know? <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, no, when I originally played some stuff for them, they were, uh, like, they were kind of shocked. They were like, oh, wow, it's like, I did not expect like this. I thought you were just messing around. Dope, dope. Yeah. I'm excited, man. Like, I'm about to post this on, on the Tony Takes. Like, I'm excited <laughs> for this, you know? All right. Cool, cool. Um, so now I'm going to get into the, like, official fan questions, all right? So uh, cool. those were kind of questions that I usually ask. Um, but these are the ones that were personally asked for you. Um, do you keep tabs on fellow Quakes low knees in USL? Um, yeah, like, I'll, uh, I'll check how they're doing and stuff, how their teams are yeah. doing. I know uh, – KC is with yeah. Austin Gold, right? Yeah, and we, we played them uh, early in the, early in the year, and their uh, their matchups with some of the people in our conference will have an effect on huh. the the placing at the end of the year. So I've been kind of like, especially like looking at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're doing well. I'm like, come on, KC, you got to pull through for us right now. 
Yeah, uh, and uh, Gilbert's out there too. Uh, Gilbert's out then, there. And then Eric's out in Orange County, so um, kind of like a local local spot for you, I guess. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I I haven't really talked to him all that much, but I've mm-hmm. been kind of seeing how they're doing stuff. Yeah, Eric was our first interview on Titanic Takes, so we always we always check up on him and post about him too. So, um, yeah, I guess you guys are both Orange County guys, so gotta get together. What's going on here, dude? I bet I yeah. bet you got some fire raps in him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see. I'll see. <laughs> All right. Um, another person asked, um, um, "Will you not ever score absolute bangers?" <laughs> I've had a couple uh, garbage goals this year where I just pick up a loose ball. Okay, okay. So um, I'm flattered that they're saying that. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll score some non-bangers. <laughs> soon, soon. <laughs> Maybe in the final? <laughs> we'll see. All right. Um, another question. I know we went over this a little bit, but I kind of want to still ask you it. What's something you didn't expect from Pittsburgh? Um. Kind of like I was saying, I, I just wasn't expecting the city and everything to be like so vibrant and stuff. I, I just mm. did, I had no idea really about the place before I, I got here. Yeah. So I didn't really have a lot of like previous thoughts about what Pittsburgh was supposed to be like. Yeah. Which I think was good. Yeah. Yeah, especially coming from California, you don't really hear about – I mean, you hear about the Steelers, right? But that's it, right? Do you, yeah. see, do you see more Steelers jerseys or Penguins jerseys out there or Riverhounds jerseys? Steelers, Steelers, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then how? How's Sunday out there? Like, is it just jam packed? Everybody's going crazy, like party time, or? Yeah, um, especially near downtown. Hmm. Yeah. It's still with those rally towels. Everybody has those towels. I, I'm not sure I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Cool. Um, did you ever go to a game yet? Have you gone to a game? No. They they kind of just started out there season like season, not so yeah. long ago and we've just been kind of doing a lot of travel uh i'm going back to miami for the third time this month oh wow in a couple oh couple yeah yeah yeah. i was gonna ask you about that I was, that's my next question that's my next question <laughs> all right how was having to replay a game in usl so this, i was gonna end with this i know it's a weird situation really weird situation that you never have to but how's replaying a game we'll see how it is um i'm glad we're replaying it because uh, it, that game was super important for us, and mm. the decision by the referees was uh, shocking, to say the least. Yeah. Well, um, maybe walk us a little through that, like, because um, maybe some people don't really follow USL. So, what happened in that situation? Yeah. So, um, the Miami players, the center back got the ball off a direct free kick, passed it mm. to, I think, their left back. Their left back took a few touches, dribbled. And passed it back to the keeper who missed the ball and it rolled in the net. Huh. Um, like an obvious own goal. Everyone kind of yeah. knew it was goal. Um, but for some reason, the referee believed that you can't score an own goal off a direct free kick. And they thought huh. that it was played from the original direct free kick instead of being already in play and just having an own goal. Oh, that's um, a big mistake, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he pointed to corner kick. And everyone was – there was a whole argument. I think the play stopped for like 10 minutes, like what was going on. Yeah. But, yeah. There's we no were, VAR? There's no VAR, VAR yeah. And it went, to the, it went to the corner kick, and uh, we kind of just played the rest of the game. We got a tie uh, <laughs> when we 
that that kind of event just changes the course of a whole game. Right, right. Uh, a whole season too, as well. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, every point kind of matters at this stage in season. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm glad we're replaying it. Going down, uh, playing on Wednesday night, shortest mm-hmm. soccer game ever. <laughs> what is it? It's going to be like what 30, 40 minutes? I think it's going to be uh, 20, 23 to 27 minutes. I forget exactly. Oh, that's weird. Minute. Why don't they just play the whole game then? Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure. I, like, just from the yeah. moment that one goal was scored, we're playing 1 0 uh, for like the rest of the time, I guess. Right. So you're pressuring and pressure. Yeah. It's completely different. Um, I was going to say. Are they gonna do the regular score of one to one, or like what are they gonna do, or zero zero? No, no, they're starting the game from one to zero. Oh wow! Uh, and playing out the last twenty three or twenty, however long minutes, and I think it's only twenty something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it'll be it'll so be important make... for us to to get those points. Yeah, no, definitely, and and I guess they can't really take away that goal, right? Because that person did score a goal, so they can't be like zero zero in ninety minutes again. So, yeah, yeah, it would change the whole whole course of the game. Yeah, all right, awesome. And my last question is actually going to be this one. I'm going to end with this: Is there something you would like to do before you hang up the cleats? Is there somewhere you would like to play, or it, maybe some sort of accomplishment you would like to do before it's all said and done? Yeah, I haven't even like thought about hanging up the cleats. Yeah. Um, there's so many things I can do with the game right now. I'm like just focused on becoming the best player I possibly can be and mm-hmm. advancing my career as much as possible. And uh, whatever team I'm I'm playing for, uh, give it my all and make the most out of every moment because you're never really sure when it's going to end. And I think that's what the COVID pandemic really taught me too, uh, being kind of like stripped of competitive soccer for a whole year. Um, You just never know if something's going to get in the way of that. So it's almost savoring every moment and uh, using every opportunity wisely to um, make the most, yeah, make the most of the moment basically. Awesome. Well, Tommy, I appreciate your time. I really do. Uh, Thank you for coming on the show and I know the fans are after this are going to want to hear that the, that production. They're going to want to hear that fire. So definitely, definitely send that through. And uh, I really want to thank you for all the time. And I want to thank all the fans for taking the time for um, making these questions for you. Um, but best of luck with the rest of your season. And uh, hopefully we can do this another time. Um, we can bring you on again. And maybe when you release your, your project, you know, we could we have a full live stream about the project. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely can do something. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you. Appreciate all the fans sending in questions that were uh, that are listening in. And uh, yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, thank you. And all I have to say is, go Riverhounds, right? Yes, sir. <laughs>